0: Welcome back to another podcast, what an exciting day, supremely excited for the topic that we are discussing today because it's one, the legendary Warren Buffett himself is a master of and uh, it is one which really makes you think uh, about the way you make decisions especially from a business and investment standpoint where you're investing somebody else's money uh, then you've got to be even more rational in terms of being uh, you know, making wise decisions. Uh, The topic that we have today is actually one which really talks about how as individuals we can, uh, you know, work on those decisions to make better quality uh, choices in in our life and how we can uh, actually be able to find our weak spots, our tough angles and be able to make better decisions. And the topic for today's podcast is of what is the role of emotions in decision making. So the idea of decision making or decisions, decisions is to reach towards a particular goal that you have in mind for the long run, uh, whether you're doing it for a business, whether you're doing it for a company and uh, how you're making choices of the mindset. Critical thinking, critical thinking, uh, problem solving, analytical and logical mindset. These are four elements uh, which are critically important to make sure that the choices that you're making with regards to your business is extremely uh, focused because what that's going to do is it's kind going to uh, improve the quality of results you make and hiring is an important place Uh, where you spend your energy, how is money being utilized, not in marketing but in building great products and services uh, making better research and having a gut feeling. So all of those are important elements especially from a business standpoint. Uh, You know first thing is evaluating options which is the most important thing you can think of Uh, and evaluating your option in any decision you're trying to evaluate your options based out of uh, potential outcomes uh, whilst Keeping positive or negative feelings uh, to a minimum. You don't repress it. You accept those feelings. You accept the positive. You accept the negatives. You accept the reality. And then from there on, you make choices which will evaluate the decision-making process that you have. And from there on, you make better choices. You think about decision bias, which is where, you know, as an individual, you are making choices or decisions which is you know referring to system decision bias is basically referring to systemic which is you know having systems and predictable deviations uh, that you make uh, so that uh, they help you with being able to understand what is going to to choose suboptimal op- outcomes i would say so happens in decision biases is is that you know it, it, it cannot be entirely objective and they kind of influence how we perceive information, uh, interpret the data that we have and ultimately all of those choices leading to uh, outcomes which not be most optimal. It's, it's kind of using data structures, using a better quality of data structure, but you go and choose something that is not that good and that kind of uh, stops you from making Uh, Correct choices Now there are a lot of decision biases You think about confirmation biases Where you're basically ignoring Hypotheses or evidences That contradicts the pre-existing Beliefs that you can have For example, hey, uh, chat GPT is really good So you kind of uh, Make a decision which says Alright, everything that goes against it Is not something that we want to listen to You think of anchoring bias Which is relying on the very first piece of information encountered while making decisions and even whether it's irrelevant or it. Now you think about insurance. Oh, insurance is a fraud. That's a very common belief and I believe in that too. Then you dig into deep how, why is insurance being fraud? Why are people not getting those insurance? And not just going on to the first instinct because yeah, most often than not, they, den- often than not, they deny your uh, uh, insurance and they kind of stop you from making decisions. Uh, you think about availability heuristic, uh, heuristic, which is, uh, you know, <clears throat> making a judgment based out of information which is readily available uh, rather than with uh, something that could really be useful over long term. Uh, you know, for example, uh, when COVID came, business had to shut down. The country was shutting down. So what happened in that situation was the first decision that you had was, all right, what is it? That we can do go ahead and probably buy a lot of food. Uh, go and fill your petrol to the maximum and kind of make sure that you're in a safer side of the gate. Uh, whereas this is a good availability heuristic because you're, you're depending on available information that you have so that you can make better choices. You think about overconfidence bias, uh, which is something you know, even I am um, a recipient of in a bad way, I would say. Which is overestimating your abilities, judgments and accuracy, which would lead to bad decision making. Uh, One of the best examples, I think, is, you know, I was learning about Leonardo da Vinci, how great he is. And I was undermining his work. I was like, okay, what's so great about it? But you've got to understand this is one of the greatest painters of all time. List all of your painters, teachers, you know, all the friends that you know. And amongst them, he's one of the greats of all time on the face of planet Earth. And that is uh, where you understand, holy smoke, I'm not as good as I thought I was. And then you become a little more careful. Uh, You think about sunk cost policy, uh, which is continuing to invest in a decision or a projection uh, because you've already invested your resources, which is one of my favorite things. You know, imagine uh, the recent frauds that is happening in the country and it can happen to anyone that you care and love about and to you as well where you know people go ahead I have these scams going on where you invest 10 rupees you get 20 back you invest 50 back 50 you get 100 back you invest 10,000 then you get 20,000 by the time you put in 3, 4 lakhs it's never coming back and they ask you to put more and you're losing money but you're believing oh I'm gonna get my money back that's one thing loss aversion you know which is a way of saying I don't want to make losses so in order to do that I will make sure that I uh, don't invest or make strategic decisions uh, to gain, you know, choice to make better choice. Like, for example, it's, it's all about avoiding losses over gaining uh, results, which can give you a lot of benefit. You know, it's like removing the governor. It's actually following the governor as per David Goggins. Now, for example... Uh, when i go to buy milk and curd this motherfucker sells uh, bread as well bread i think uh, bun which is very soft and tasty so i buy it but then in my head i'm thinking oh shit he's going to make money out of me and then after 30 minutes i have to go again and buy it from some other store and i'm paying more so the idea of you know Making the choice, first off, you know, understanding, okay, I could have made this choice beforehand itself and been in a much better position. That was a better choice. You think about another one of the decision bias, which is framing effects, uh, which is how information is given to you and how you might, you know, respond to it. For example, few examples come into mind when framing effect comes recently. When Sanju Baba, Sanjay Dutt had uh, a parking spot, uh, one of his fellow flatmates or somebody who was staying over there ha- was parking in Sanju Baba's parking area and Sanju Baba didn't want that so this fellow had to sell that uh, and the way the seller was it was in a hurry so the buyer he framed it in a way to the middleman stating like boss I'll pay you 25 grand uh, but you make sure that I can get it in a very lower rate and that's how he got it at a very low got it at a very lower rate by just framing it to the seller by stating sir this is the best deal you're getting and that's how he went about you think about Steve Jobs very famous example when he was kicked out at the age of 30 Uh, the way it was that room was set up uh, John Scully had made sure that the framing was in a way if the board members chose Steve Jobs it's better for them to leave or they lose and that way around everybody sided with uh, you know uh, Scully and the rest is history you think about group thinking you know one of my uh, biggest hatred is being in groups, clubs uh, because first of you are following their hierarchy that's one thing second thing is uh, you are kind of bounded to think there's always this uh, resist the traps of group thinking which is one of the laws of power by Robert Greene uh, <clears throat> where he suggests that you should not uh, be thinking with regards to a group because that kind of puts you in a bad situation right because you're thinking as per them and you're kind of attacking your own confidence and they might pull you down that's another thing gaslighting gaslighting happens in your own home and your own family that's one of the worst things that can happen you think about intuition and gut feeling you know i remember Uh, from business standpoint when you're trying to build your own business and career uh, you have this feeling about how things can go right how things can go wrong and we make choices based on those judgments uh, judgments which even Jeff Bezos states is something that he does Cyrus Poonahala states that he does so but then it could be wrong as well because your intuition could be wrong you could be misled as well so you've got to be able to make rational decisions that comes from objective thinking which takes time so like I said logical thinking Analytical thinking, problem solving, critical thinking, all of these four elements, LPAC, uh, which I like to call, uh, they kind of make you a much better thinker and in terms of being able to make better decisions. Uh, you know, uh, Charlie Munger's very famous rule of having multiple me- mental models that you constantly use on a lattice works framework. And you've constantly got to use all the big ideas in science, all the science, chemistry, physics, biology. Uh, You think about taxation, economics. You think about uh, physical. You think about leadership, military, strategy. Uh, All of these important uh, arenas. You think about worldly wisdom. Uh, You think about how he's uh, shed inversion, uh, staying within your circle of competence. Uh, You know, Lolo Paloza effect which is irrational outcome by combining multiple cognitive biases like we previously discussed and how those uh, biases can really affect the quality of the kind of decisions we are making and eventually kind of harming us uh, in terms of the ideas and the framings the way these ideas are framed so those are all ideas uh, you know which you want to use every day to make sure that emotions don't kind of get the best of you. So that's part one. Let's uh, think about more of them step by step guys. Keep punching. Love you all. We'll be discussing more of this soon.